It was Pass Marks by Christ's Ausniaks, performed here by pianist Robert Flates. Welcome to Camp Podcast Piano Talk. I am pianist Migo, and I serve as president of the Contemporary Art Music Project, or CAMP. CAMP is an organization that promotes innovative art music and collaborates with composers and performing artists. One of many activities we do is our podcast series. Our hosts explore a wide range of topics from marginalized composers and music history to current collaborations. I am excited to announce that as our podcast continues to explore different topics, we have decided to consolidate our podcast series into one. Please make sure you are subscribed to Camp Podcast to enjoy Lost Time, Play the Ink, Piano Talk, Camp. Korean Art Music Project, and Camp Pocket Special Edition, and more. Tonight, I am your host, and I am thrilled to talk with pianist and composer Robert Flates. The New York Times raved about Robert Flates' mesmerizing and commanding performances, known as innovative musical thinker with a reputation for dynamic performances of both canonic and new repertoire. Robert has made appearances in 25 US states and 17 countries worldwide. Hi, Robert, welcome. Hello, thank you so much for having me. It's really, really wonderful to be here. You're right now you're uh, in Riga, correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Great. And uh, again, that I'm very excited to talk to you uh, uh, about your festival and about uh, your playing and yourself. Um, you are just really intriguing artist um, and, of Thank course, you. very interesting <laughs> pianist. Uh, you explore uh, 21st century piano repertoire extensively and also, of course, you play traditional repertoire exceptionally well. and. How did you develop this taste for new music um, and how to start playing new piano repertoire? Thank you for such a good question. And thank you. Thank you again for having me. It's really an honor uh, to talk to you, who I, whose work I also love so much. 
So I think uh, I always, from when I was young, I always had a quite um, eccentric uh, breadth of interests. Um, I did a lot of different things. Uh, of course, piano was the main focus, but I also played the cello. I also did musical theater. I also really loved watching movies. And I was just excited by a lot of different things. Um, and also, I, I, uh, I studied piano with my dad, Patrick Flights, for a long time. And he um, he also had a quite an interest in contemporary music, and or he has an interest in it. And all of these things together, I think, always gave me the idea that music could be many different things uh, and that in my mind there was never any kind of uh, hierarchy of genre just what I was more interested in at any given moment um, and so once I started getting more serious as a pianist in high school and in college uh, I just had the really wonderful opportunity to meet um, a lot of really great composers my colleagues whose own work started to lead me in the direction of playing uh, music of the 20th and 21st centuries. And I think also because in, in recent years, I've gotten also really interested in kind of performance art music or music theater, uh, theatrical contemporary music that also connects me to that part of my personality as well. So in some way, I've always found that contemporary music just excites me always. There's always something different to explore and uh I find it very challenging, but very exciting. And I also love the, the opportunity to share it with audiences. This is something I think that's really special, um, is that feeling of, I know for myself, when I hear something really inspiring for the first time that I had no idea existed, it's just so exciting. And I, I always try to bring that feeling to audiences when I share that music with them. No, great. It looks like your collaboration started quite early in your um, in your life. You talk about that you um, working with your colleagues and uh, friends when you were in high school. I think that's pretty early. <laughs> yeah, definitely already. And even um, in other ways, besides just in music, I was always making little movies with my friends and things like this. It was always exciting to work with other people. And um, once I started to get to know composers and what they were doing, it was just so cool to imagine that music is still being made. Music is still being written and people um, that we could actually work together in the process of creating something, um, creating a piece of music. And of course, I love playing the standard repertoire, and there's also a, a creativity with that as well, a, a lot of creativity, because you're responding to history and to, um, yeah, thinking about how it can exist in the present day. But it's, uh, for me, just really inspiring the kind of back and forth with a composer and trying to understand what they want to express. And also, of course, I, I'm also a composer. And um, so for me, it's as a performer, it's exciting to get to try to realize a composer's ideas, because I know also how important that is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think we can uh, also start uh, talking about uh, your, um, I believe it's uh, your latest album. 
um, living a room. You have you have several albums, and I think this this one is the latest one. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's my understanding is that you recorded with your piano in your room in your York, New York City apartment. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of different kinds of solo piano works. Um, mm -hmm. And I I thought it was just an absolute gem, just really Thank charming you. and beautiful, and and so many colors, and uh, they're so different from each other. That's also something that I really like about. So yeah, tell us about the album. Yeah, thank you so much. I uh, that album really started as almost just a personal project. I knew I was going to be moving out of my apartment and that I would have to sell my piano. I had that piano for about mm, four years in New York. And it was really, um, yeah, it was really special to me. And it itself was quite a special, very beautiful instrument. And so I thought it would just be really fun to uh, record uh, really on my own with my own very, very mild equipment, um, record a bunch of solo piano repertoire that I wanted to play most of it, actually all of it by friends of mine who are composers. And, and as I started to work on it, I realized that I wanted to actually, I, I really like this idea and that I would maybe share it with the public as well. Um, and, and also, I kind of expanded the repertoire, and uh, that's what led to ultimately to the album. And I had a lot of really great uh, help as well by um, because I recorded it on my own, and so the mixing was a really important mm -hmm. part of the process. Um, a really wonderful audio engineer, Lilita Dunska, helped kind of take that very um, that very raw audio and turn it into something mm -hmm. quite. I think really, really nice. And it's uh, one of my other goals was to really focus on the sound of the instrument. So I wanted it to feel like it would feel if you were listening to me play in that room. It's not, mm -hmm. uh, it was a really quite small room, but big enough for a grand piano to fit. Um, I would sometimes have friends over to listen and it would always be like, you're really inside with your head inside the piano almost. Um, and so uh, I hoped to capture that intimacy and that mm. closeness in the album. Yeah, I can imagine um, in New York City apartment, it could be, you know, you, you practice in your apartment, you can hear all kinds of noise from your neighbor, mm -hmm. and maybe a car mm -hmm. going by and things like that. Yeah. So yeah i think that there's a few places where that also is the case on the album where there's some birds in the background mm -hmm. there were these really beautiful birds that always were uh, in the mornings singing and uh, on a few of the tracks i could hear that and even a, a siren here or there made mm -hmm. it in which i liked yeah it's it's a really intimate um as as you said like being with you in the same room and have this uh, share the same experience. Uh, it's a beautiful and it's almost dedicated to your your own piano. <laughs> so yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> and beautiful yeah. piano sound too. So did you uh, commission all the pieces or um, how was the process? 
It's quite a eclectic mix. Uh, some of the pieces were pieces that I had commissioned previously. Um, some of the pieces were pieces that I had in mind that I'd wanted to learn anyway. And then I had the chance to do it uh, finally for this album. And then there were a couple of pieces that were sort of commissioned slash developed for the album. So actually mm -hmm. the piece uh, by Lou Shepard and the piece by mm -hmm. Laura Andel. These two were kind of with the composer uh, designed really for this, exactly mm. for this album. Both of them had a quite different creative process, but um, both of them were really uh, built in the, in the space, you could say. Very cool. Yeah, I was also uh, wondering about these two composers. Um, Lou Shefford, actually uh, an artist. Um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah, really interesting. Um, yeah, so tell us about, uh, um, about this um, artist and uh, your collaboration. Lou is someone who I really, really admire, and I really admire, really admire his work. We met in a really cool, uh, I guess, course in Banff in Canada called... No. Oh choreography across disciplines and so i as a composer musician and lou as an artist we came to the same place with many other amazing artists dancers uh theater makers and we were creating work for each other and in that process um well i understood a lot of things first of all that i was really interested in the kind of subject matter that lou was interested in about queerness and about a uh, sense of place and mm -hmm. um also that Lou works a lot with uh, sound uh, in visual art context or in a kind of installation context. Um, and also with uh, the idea of score, mm -hmm. which I was also really inspired and excited about how he thinks of the idea of a score. And so that's where this uh, piece actually came from, was from uh, this conversation that we had about um, about a score. So I actually asked Lou to design the album artwork for the album. And then uh, it was the the piece came from the album artwork, basically. Oh. And uh, from our collaborations uh, previously and from our conversations um, and also from a desire to situate this piece inside of the piano, particularly, that's how the piece came about. So it's really a, a quite a close collaboration between me and Lou. Very cool. And now I recall the uh, cover that goes with the title. His uh, title of the piece, Analemma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's working with this kind of very beautiful idea of like orbits that come back around. And so the piece itself also has uh, kind of two sound worlds that are the same but reversed and really focusing on the the most intimate sounds of the piano so the pedal the key action um and yeah i really love how that piece turned out and i think it's really the centerpiece of of the album great um with laura and laura actually she's mm -hmm. laura laura endel um the seven waves, um, and I uh, learned that uh, you two had a project together. Yes, yeah, so we during the pandemic, um, 
we were working together for the New York Philharmonic's education department, mm -hmm. uh, creating curriculum and working with students in a school in Queens, all virtually. Um, but it was so wonderful. It's how I got to know Laura first. And she was just such an inspiring person to me. So interesting how she thought about education and how she thought about music. And um, I learned so much from her and I loved, just absolutely loved working with her. And it was around the same time that I was recording this album. And um, this process was really, really, really fun because Laura has these absolutely beautiful graphic scores. And we together, she came over to the apartment one day and it was one of the last days that I lived even in that apartment. And we sat down together and we talked about the score and we kind of made a plan. And then uh, we basically, I recorded a version and then Laura had some ideas and then I did it again. Uh, and we did this process actually also seven times. And it was the oh, seventh version that we en ended up using. But it was just so much fun to work in that way where um, we were there together in the space uh, and um, really like looking for what is what is this going to be and how how are we going to make it? And then there's another track on the album, which is Under the Seven Waves, which uses only the inside of the piano. Um, and so we did the same process with that one as well, uh, seven times. The seventh mm -hmm. version mm -hmm. is the one that ended up on the album. And I just remember that day was super, super fun and uh, also exciting because we had mostly we had mostly only worked together on um, the Internet. And finally, we were together in the same space. Mm -hmm. It was what I was saying before about the getting the chance to work with composers, just that activity and that aliveness is so, so, so cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, both are beautiful pieces. I love them both. And well, let's listen to uh, both back to back and see uh, what our listeners think. So fantastic. Yeah, let's do Analemma by Lou Shepherd first, and then the seven waves by Laura and Dell.
Okay, it was Analemma by Lou Shepherd and The Seven Waves by Laura Andel. Um, the, these are from Robert Flight's new album, Living Room. I'm impressed by, you know, all you do and your projects <laughs> and collaborations. <Likewise>. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really, it's so cool. But um, but one, one of them is the uh, Swan City Piano Festival you do in your hometown. Um, I had an honor to perform a concert there in 2021. Um, so yeah, uh, please share uh, with us about the festival. Um, and uh you know what this is about and why your hometown why in lakeland and you know how did you start this festival absolutely so the swan city piano festival in general it's a uh it happens once a year in the summer and it's a concert series and also educational initiative in lakeland florida uh, which is in between tampa and orlando we could say um and the goal is to just bring really exciting, uh, diverse, high quality, and surprising um, music to Lakeland that is somehow uh, circles around the piano. So um, I started the project with my father, uh, who's also a great pianist in Lakeland. And we just had the idea that we wanted again it's kind of going back to our quite varied interests and excitement around piano um, we just wanted to be able to have the opportunity to bring that to lakeland because lakeland is a really great city and it's a really beautiful place with a lot of interesting arts happening and it just seemed like a really uh open place to do something new um so in addition to piano concerts, which are both, which are classical music, uh, jazz, contemporary music, and perhaps we will also branch out in other directions in the future. Um, we've also commissioned uh, several new pieces for solo piano, and we have uh, been doing kind of more traditional master classes, but also educational, um, like kind of creative educational events. One that was we did last year. Uh, that my sister Claire Flights and a local musician uh, named Derek Thomas did together uh, was just super fun and uh, in, involved a lot of creative play and creativity with, with really young kids. Uh, so it's exciting to think that the piano can be this kind of jumping off point for uh, all kinds of interesting collaborations and experiences, including, for example, your concert, which was really exciting to be able to bring <laughs> to Lakeland. So thank you for that as well. Oh, yes, it was so uh, great to perform. And 
that I felt it's um, people who involved in festival are very supportive of um, artists and musicians and mm -hmm. um, art in general. So I thought that's uh, extremely important for any any community, um, an arts community, that uh, what you are doing is just um, absolutely awesome really because we, we need it more <laughs> we need it and i think one thing uh i've been really excited to see how the arts community of lakeland has been really supportive as you said and for me it's also really cool because we focused only on uh pianists who are living in florida in all parts north south east and west and central and uh, for me this is super interesting because uh, growing up in Florida, it's a huge state and everything is quite spread out. So even though there are these really great centers of culture in Miami or in Tallahassee or in Orlando or Tampa, it wasn't the case that they were really crossing paths, I think. And mm -hmm. to me, Lakeland is a great place for that to happen since it's really right in the middle of the state. Um, and it's a, it's super exciting that there's just so many interesting pianists who are living right there um, and who are bringing so much quality and creativity to Florida. And for me, that's really, really wonderful to see and to get to experience. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for what you and thank you and thank your family for <laughs> it's really a it's, yeah. it's super a, a team effort yeah it is it is yeah i i could see and it's just it really warmed my heart so it's, oh, it's thank so you. great yeah yeah thank you so what will happen in 2023 uh can you give us kind of a preview of the festival in 2023 Yes. So, well, I can't, uh, I can't reveal too much, but it'll be a really exciting year. We have actually already confirmed three, uh, three pianists and composer in residence that we'll announce in the beginning of 2023. Uh, but really wonderful group of artists, all again from Florida. And uh, we are planning to continue um our kind of young person's educational series, as well as master classes uh, for local piano students. That has been really popular. And we're also hoping to a little bit expand uh, our sort of pres physical presence in the city. Uh, previously, we've been working with basically one or two venues, which have been absolutely fantastic. But we're thinking about uh, spreading out into other venues as well uh, to kind of just continue to uh, build collaborations with other audiences and other members of the community. So we're very actively planning the next season and there's uh, quite quite a lot of fun things to look forward to. But I'm, I'm most excited about, as always, seeing the guest artists and seeing how what they're going to bring to Lakeland. And uh, well, every year the kind of uh, roster of artists really, really excites me. And this year is no exception, I think everyone will be very, uh, very, very excited by this group. Great. Yeah. I look forward to see all the um, uh, list of guests. And uh, definitely if you are near Lakeland and if you live in Lakeland, uh, please don't miss it. It happens in the summer of 2023, correct? 
That's correct. Actually, I can say at least the concrete dates of the festival. That will be from the 8th to the 11th of June in 2023. 23rd, 23 June, 8 to 11. So don't miss. Very, very exciting. And everything also very important is that everything is free. Uh, that's a really big part of our mission, that it's open to anyone uh regardless of your ability to pay. So um, we're very lucky to be supported by members of the community through donations. So it's open to all and really uh, we want everyone to be there. That's great. Very generous. And also you're very lucky <laughs> to be able to offer that. <laughs> yes, we do feel very, very grateful for that. It's, it's very important. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, what would be your... Uh, you know, upcoming project for for yourself. Um, uh, anything exciting coming up? Yeah, thanks. Uh, what is on the horizon? So I, um, at the moment, I'm planning kind of a performance, uh, like performance art piano recital with uh, some collaborators that will happen in Riga in February. Uh, which I'm quite excited about. It's uh, nice to be able to mix these two worlds of performance art and piano together. Um, otherwise, I'm planning some solo recitals in the summer, which will be mostly all contemporary music. So I'm deciding now what I'm going to play and how it's going to look. Um, I've been working with a really wonderful Estonian clarinetist in, who lives in Tallinn, so not too far from here in Riga. And so we've been, uh, we're planning um, a recital in uh, Tallinn, working with some of the composers at the Estonian Music uh, Academy, as well as uh, some of our own repertoire and involving electronics and improvisation. And it will be quite uh, exciting in April. Um, so that's uh, just a little preview of the coming months. I also have to yeah. kind of remind myself <laughs> what's on the horizon. <laughs> yeah, it's always a lot, <laughs> right? But that's that's great. Um, well, well um, I think we can probably wrap this up. Um, and I, we always love to, you know, end with music. So We'll, um, you know, wrap this up with uh, another piece from Living a Room, um, Like a String by Brian Dozier Brown. Um, and if you can um, tell us about the piece uh, a little bit uh, before you go, that would be great. Yes, uh, this is a really wonderful piece that I, uh, yeah, I really feel very close to it. Uh, so Brian was the composer in residence uh, in the 2022 Swan City Piano Festival. And Brian is from Lakeland as well uh, and studied at Harrison School for the Arts, mm -hmm. where I also went to school. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, in the conversations before the, well, I, 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 uh, we commissioned him to write the piece for me to play in my recital this past summer. And in our conversations together, we talked a lot about memory and nostalgia for Lakeland and because both of us live far away from there now um, and kind of wanting to create a piece that had a sort of, uh, that was dedicated to Lakeland in some way, but also carried both the beauty and also maybe the, the complexity of being away from where you grew up. 
And so the piece is really dedicated to the lakes of Lakeland um, and uh, the lakes as a site of memory and uh, kind of reminder of, yeah, just when you grow up in Lakeland, of course, you spend so much time by those lakes and you have all sorts of memories about it. And for me, every time I go back home, those are the places where I kind of feel just everything coming together at once. And I think this piece uh, really captures that very, very, very beautifully. Great. So here's Luck String by Brian Dozer Brown, performed here by Robert Flake.
Support us by donating. You can go to our website www.contemporaryartmusicproject.org and simply click the donate button. 
help us continue our podcast, festival, and other exciting projects. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time with more piano music. <laughs>